Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And we are live. <laughs> there we go. We are live. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to Kramer and Jess Uncensored. This is the 106th episode that we've done of this show. Mm. You don't care. Who cares? I only care. No one else cares what episode this is. Podcasters care. It's a lot. Um, in case you're new to this, got to give you a fair warning. You may have come over from our radio show and you think we're nice, wholesome people. We're not. Jess, what's our disclaimer for this? This is very uncensored. There's no way. There's no no way else to put that. Um, I okay. Well, what the best way I like to describe it is like the close friends feature on Instagram. You obviously are selective by the people you put on there because you think it's going to be a safe space. Yeah. That's we. Ex- that's what we expect this to be a safe space. So just know if you ever hear anything on this, you just can't bring it up. It's like. This is a safe zone. I also feel like I might be losing my voice right now, so I'm going to try to, like, not project very much. I'm going to talk in, like, smooth jams, slow jams. Uh, this is Asana Producer, in case you're new. We also do this uh, this show live on YouTube. We got a YouTube fam, too. What's up, MB? Good morning. Hi. Thanks for watching. Celia is live from Cancun right oh, now. Oh, hey, girl. Nice. Enjoy your trip. Yeah. you have fun. We are not in Cancun, so it's not as fun for us. Uh, Jess, we'll start with you today. We got a little bit of wedding drama that honestly is of all the things in the world. Hi, Felicia. Good morning. Uh, the only thing that, like, that really irks me in the world is what you ran into this week. Can you please explain to people yes. that aren't like you and I? And I saw, I'm kind of curious how you stand too on this. I think you're actually pretty good about it. But there's some humans. Who are disrespectful. I, I think it's disrespect. Who have the audacity. I think it's I think exactly right. Mm-hmm. Rarely do I do you and I agree, but please present your case. One of my best friends in the entire universe pissed me off on Sunday. Now, I sent a text to my BFF on Sunday at 10.58 a.m. Okay. And I didn't get a response from him. For 33 hours. Yes, I counted. It's 33 hours. What time did the response come in? Because I know you got timestamps. Um, sent it Sunday, 10.58 a.m. I double texted. So let me tell you, because it probably would have been longer than 33 hours unless I called him out on a shit. Now, the reason I texted him was, hey, I sent you something and it said it's been delivered. Now, I was sending him a bridal party proposal box. And I'm checking, like, every single day when he's going to get it. I'm so fucking excited. Like... You know, I'm excited about this. This is a part of my wedding experience. And he, who saw me crying on TikTok about it, commented himself, hey, we're going to be there for you and we got you. So according (laughs) to these receipts, you don't have me. (laughs) And he didn't respond to me. And on Monday at 8.28 p.m., because I hear nothing from Mm -hmm. him. And I go, oh, another text. I see 
Another text. You just don't care. <laughs> Another text. That's chill. Send that at 8.28 p.m. He then responds to me at 8.48 p.m. LMAO. Wait, you're texting me what time? 8.28 p.m. Sunday. Wait, you're- No, no, no. 8.28 p.m. Monday night. So right before you go into bed? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I waited I waited all Sunday. Okay. Right. Heard nothing. I waited all Monday because I'm like, hey, that's fine. I would have even been okay. I would have been okay with a with an early Monday morning text. And this is somebody you're right. asking to be in your bridal party. This is someone I'm asking to be in my fucking wedding. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> some side side note, he knows how I am. So there is never an excuse. Yeah. Like he knows me better than I know myself. Yeah. So he knows that this is something that would literally tick me off. <laughs> So he goes, um, I didn't see anything. Ha ha ha. Didn't see anything. So responding. What, what year is this? So that was okay in 97. Yeah. Some, literally one out of every eight text messages didn't actually go through. No, I think what he was saying was when I said, I sent you something. Did you get it? He's oh, responding to oh, that. that. He's not even giving a fuck about me being like, oh, so you just don't <laughs> give a fuck about me. So he goes, LMAO, I didn't see anything. Ha ha ha. And then responds, stop. I slept all day yesterday. All day. Literally 24 hours. Respond. You, right? you slept 24 hours. No, 33 hours you slept to for, be you, exact. You literally were like Rip Van Winkle over here. And then it proceeds to send me a video of himself <laughs> opening the box. <laughs> Sleeping. Right? Here's proof. May I send you? Here's proof. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I respond to him at 5 a.m. with a very like judgy gif like, hmm, oh, like no words, just gifs. Yeah. Because when I'm really annoyed, I just won't say anything right. and I'll just send as many like disrespectful gif emotions that I can. Yeah, that's, that's healthy. And then he responds to me, <laughs> I didn't see it, but this is fucking dope. And I go, it's fine. You just ignored me for 33 hours, but I don't care. And then mm. sent him a judge walk- walking out of a courtroom. Nope. And nope. he was like, stop. I seriously didn't see it. And yeah. So then I ignored him all day <laughs> for the rest of your life. I ignored him. Well, too bad you're uninvited day. from the wedding. Yeah. And then yesterday we finally got on the phone and he was like, I literally was sleeping all day. And I was like, so you didn't open your eyes for 33 hours straight and you didn't have your phone next to you for 33 hours straight. What you're saying to me? He was like, I slept most of the day. And I was like, I don't believe you. I have been with you for almost the majority of my life. And you are always on your phone, constantly checking your phone, talking to people who are just like literally BC people in your life. And you didn't respond to me. And it was so disrespectful. And it's not a good moment in our relationship, to be honest. All right. So let's talk about this because I think everyone's got a different opinion on what the acceptable amount of time is to get back to somebody. Now, you know, my rule, right? My, My rule is if somebody doesn't respond to you within two hours, they don't give a shit about you. Uh, especially like when like two hours, like two, I say two hours. I say there's not a human on the planet. There's not a human on the planet mm-hmm. that doesn't check their phone at least once every, I mean, there's going to be a oh, sure outlying circumstances. Yeah. I think two hours is fair. Cause like, what if you're like yesterday, I went to the gym and I had a sound bath immediately after. Okay. Right. And sure. I don't listen to music when I work out. But how long were you away from your phone? Um, not even, maybe an hour. An hour. Then what's the first thing you do? Check it. And what would you do if you saw somebody that you cared about texting you? Exactly. You'd respond. You would yep. respond exactly. is what you would have done. So Especially if they sent you a gift. Apparently, I'm never going to send you a gift for the rest of my freaking life. <laughs> You're out of the wedding. Let's talk about this. To you, what is the what is the right amount of time until you start to get pissy? And in YouTube show, hop in this conversation. Please. Like, what is to you, like, what is that line? Am I being dramatic? Before we even pick oh, the no. line, am I there's, being dramatic? There's nothing that gets me more irritated than this. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that gets me more irritated. 
Um, I again, to, to me, it's two after two hours. I'm like, okay, so I guess we're not that close as, as close as I thought we were. Yeah. Period. Don't care who it is, what the relationship is, unless they have. And it, we've talked about this on the radio before. And I mean, like people call in, they're like, what if there are this? Well, what if and there's going to be exceptions some, to the rule, but, but this. I would say 95% of people look at their phone at least once every two hours, no matter what they're doing. Well, yeah. if they have kids. I don't care. Do you, do you think I'm wrong, Hassan? What, like to you, what, what is, what's the, what's the right time? Cause you get back to me pretty quick. That's because it's work and it's different. Oh, if yeah. it wasn't work related, more than likely depends on this conversation. It is. I think I wore the right outfit for today because <laughs> y'all might hate me. So, <laughs> With you, Jess, uh-huh. and the situation that you're in, because it's for my, a wedding. Yeah, my particular wedding. situation. Right. Me. I mean, it's and it's a big thing you're talking about, too. Right. We're Come talking on. about a wedding. I'm fucking sending you something, and I'm really fucking excited to have you share this experience with yeah. me. Yeah. Yes, you're you're not over dramatic. Yeah. You're not. Okay. You're in the right for for this because it's a wedding. Mm-hmm. So what? So what to you? What is? When would you? Let's just take what just whatever. One of so your now, friends text you. What would you would say your average time is of getting back to somebody? He's like thirty four hours. Yeah, he's like literally. <laughs> he's like, oh, we get back to you. Take quick. ten off. Take ten off. Twenty four hours. Okay. God, that drives me crazy. Yeah. Because like honestly, I, we we, we wouldn't we wouldn't be friends. That's like, what I'm, like, I hate that shit because it's like especially if it's just something that's like friendly. You know what I mean? If it's just like oh I'm sending you a meme or something and just, like you don't respond for like two days. I'm like. Or ask you a question, yeah, and you don't respond. That's what I'm saying. Like, depending on what it is, like if you send me like a random meme, I'm like, okay, cool. And then we well, like, just do laugh, cry emoji, laugh, cry emoji, and get doing? on with your day. What are you doing for 24 hours? You can't send me a simple response if you care about me. It depends. Like I said, shit. it depends. Depends on what. What uh, are you what? doing? What, are you, what listen, are you doing? You're going up against the world right <laughs> you now. You do man. realize who you're talking to, right? I'm talking to you. What exactly. are you doing? Someone else. Okay. <laughs> so that could be fun for me. Uh-huh. So that's a little hour, hour and a half that I'm not spending on my phone because I'm okay. doing someone else. Hour, hour Let and me a finish. half. Yeah. I'm eating because right after I have to eat because I gave energy. I need some energy back inside of me. <laughs> but what are you Let doing? Me finish. But what are you doing when you're eating? Are you scrolling? No, I'm watching TV. Mm. Or YouTube. He's scrolling. Oh, you're, you're, no, I'm not. I'm legit. Wait. The only time I'm scrolling on social media is for work no one, or right before I go to bed. No one on, the, on face the toilet. The earth. I will say on the toilet. Nobody so, on the face of the earth, unless you're in the movie theater. That too. Watch. Okay, if you're in a movie, okay, I got it. But if you're watching a movie at home, I guarantee you, you're on your phone too. Depends on the movie. Because some oh, movies Lord, I'm mercy. watching straight through. Jessica, tell this man. Mm, tell no. this man. And that's what my friend was trying to tell me yesterday. I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't on my phone. And I was like, I will never ever, like, you can tell me whatever the fuck you want. I don't believe you. I know that your phone was next to you and you just did not respond to me. And I think it's so disrespectful. Let me, let me go through some comments. So you're saying 24 hours and you're fine with that. You don't feel, if somebody takes 24 hours to respond to you, you don't care? No, yeah. Okay. I'm next day is fine. You're I, I, I would have been okay. Hours, yeah. oh okay, well, what, okay, with this, with like, this particular situation, he needed to text me at some point the day of. Right. But it, typically, I'm fine like next day. It doesn't bother me. But it's when it's the, something like this, I was so right. scorned. Like, wedding and important events is important. But like, because like, I was like, for, like, if it was just anything else, like, and hey, I'm sending you something because... I thought this would be cool for you. If I don't respond for 24 hours, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. But like, let's let's yeah. go through comments. Let's see what everybody's saying. So, Erica's on YouTube show said, "I know, uh, I know when, when I, I know, know that someone constantly checks their phone. It's one of my biggest pet peeves." Okay, this is why Erica. This is another reason which added um, anger to me is because he is someone mm-hmm. that is constantly constantly on his phone. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, Abby, but it's my friend Abby. She says, I think that he saw it and forgot to respond right away. That happens to me all the time. But again, if you cared. For 33 hours, Abby, he forgot about me. You don't forget to respond to people that you truly care about. And mm-hmm. I and I believe that. If they're like a B friend, that's, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I know, but you're not going to be an A friend of mine yeah. and take 24 hours to respond. I just have to know that's where we stand. Uh, Felicia said, did they know it was going to be a wedding related package? I feel like he could have at least said, hey, I'm not feeling social right now. So I'll get back to you regardless, though. That's fine. If he would have been like, I'm not I'm like, I'm out right now. I'm napping like I don't know. But also like when have I it's it's not like I'm sending him a card just to say like a hey, how are you card like every (laughs) day. Right. Like what? Abby, he knows that it was something different. Abby finished up with, I'm on my phone constantly, but there may be five other texts that come through. Oh, okay, popular Abby. Uh, and I forgot to text that person back. But if it's someone that I text with all day, every day, two hours acceptable. Yes. Okay, I can agree to that. Like, for example, but but again, those people are all B squads. A squad gets an instant response the second that I see it. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And there are some B people where I'm like, oh, I can get back to them later. It's not, they're not an A. Yeah. They're not an A. I or if think, you're like busy, if you're like doing something. I think he sees you as a B. No. I do. No. I think he treats you like a bee. I, I, w- I, would, I would not put him in my wedding party. I mean that. A bee friend? I take it back. I would, I would, I would retract the, uh, the invite. That's not A. You're going to be an A? You're going to act like an A? No. Um, I'm going to call the person <laughs> in my life that is the absolute worst about this. Because we fight Sad. about this every text message conversation we ever have. So uh, let me get her on. Literally, the second you said that, I like, I, I, I like cringed because I'm like, I know exactly what you're going through. Hello, right now. you have reached a confidential voicemail of me. Wait, I want to add something too. She's like, I'm not talking. She's like, you're well, at that point right now. She treats you as a C friend. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an F. I just got F. Yeah. She's like, I don't give a fuck about your podcast. Lord have mercy. Okay, that was. I just thought of something too, Jess. When we went out, yeah. How many times was I on my phone? Other than taking a picture, how many times was I on my phone when we was at the bar? You know what? Not five, not two hours. I, I don't guarantee think, you. I don't think either of us were really on our phone. But exactly. We was in hours. the moment. We were hanging out. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's for fair. me, that's fair. it depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. I might be on my phone. I might not be. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Good morning. You literally just proved my point by sending me to voicemail. <laughs> oh like my you're God. you're literally <laughs> you're literally proved my point. Okay. He is triggered. <laughs> let me let me tell you the topic that Jess brought to the table. And no, then, and, let, let me tell her what happened okay. to me. Okay. And she's gonna know exactly Leah, what what do we always fight about? Before before we even get into this, what did what do you and I always fight about? Not being available I mean not being available or like at your beck and call. There we go. Jess, tell her the story. Okay, so my situation's a little different. I sent my one of my best friends in the entire freaking world a text on Sunday at ten fifty eight AM and I said, I sent you something and it's been delivered. And he doesn't respond to me for 33 hours. So then I do a follow-up text at Monday at 8.28 p.m. Mm. and say, oh, I see. You just don't care about me. That's chill. He then <laughs> um, decides to respond to me 20 minutes after that saying, oh, LOL, I didn't see anything. Stop. I slept all day yesterday. And then sends me a video of him opening my bridal proposal box that I <laughs> sent him to be in my freaking wedding. And yesterday we're talking. He was like, I was asleep. And I'm like, there is no way in hell that you literally were asleep and didn't look at your phone for 33 hours. Don't believe it. For 33 hours straight. And it's disrespectful. And I don't appreciate it. So that I'm really upset about that right now. Yeah. So I was like, let me, I can tell you the person. And, and this is good. So this is my friend Leah. She's also a therapist. Perfect. So I feel like, you know how therapists are. They always tell you that you're wrong and their actions are always right and they'll defend them. But, but Leah, please, 
Because you and That's I, not we, what therapy is. You no, know, it is. You always use it to your benefit. Okay, so so please explain to us because you're also a person that's absolutely terrible about getting back to people, and you've and you've admitted well, this. You admit this is an issue. But you're not sending me things, and I'm not not receive. Well, actually, you're not sending me things. By the way, we have a bone to pick there. But Ooh. whoa! I, oh, maybe this is why she doesn't get back. Wow, to you. this. I feel like we got. I feel like we need to work through this in therapy. I was supposed to get a mug. Remember that? Oh yeah, I've not seen it yet. I've not sent. I've not sent your mug yet. It's true. I have not. Okay. Well, anyway. this is. I actually. I mean, I think there's definitely our texting and phones are primary mode of communication these days. But texting, especially, I definitely think that that's what we're all using to connect and to check in and to update each other. And I, I mean, it's one of those things where I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's fair. Um, but I think, it, I mean, if this in this situation, Jess, I just would be honest and be like, hey, like, this is an important thing for me. And it was a bummer that I didn't hear from you. And the thing is, is and Kramer, this is the thing, is with me... You're like sending me a meme and then I don't respond. Bro, oh my God, I'm so triggered right now. What did I literally just say? I literally just said this. I'm like, you know, if you see something that reminds you of somebody and you're excited <laughs> to send it to them, like literally <laughs> you're bringing up my biggest issue right now. No, but what I think. But this is it. But that's an, that's an urgent thing, right? Like if you I send agree. a meme. Oh my God. I, I agree. I, I do Hold get back to you. For her. For yeah. her. It's not urgent for her. I think. And me. I agree with her. You know, maybe what I think though, Kramer, is you just need to stop sending her memes. Because she just doesn't deserve. No, I laugh. have. I, I've had our, our friendship is, has drastically declined. Just because, don't send her memes. Because she doesn't like them. It's not her love language. What's her love language is a mug, apparently. <laughs> okay. Then, 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 as a therapist and a and a human, um, uh-huh. like, what do you what do you feel like is a time that a, is considerate? Appropriate, appropriate yeah, time. A, to get back to somebody over text message. And just did you send? It was over the weekend. You said. Yeah, it was over the weekend on Sunday at ten fifty eight a.m. This is a thing, and I, and I'm saying this as someone who's more introvert than extrovert, and I disconnect oftentimes after work and on on the weekend. Is and this is really my own stuff, but like I sometimes don't have this, the mental capacity to socialize. And it's not personal. It's like my own it's, stuff. It's, it's how I recharge. It's he, literally. <laughs> he literally socializes all the fr- like I okay. I there is no socialization in a haha emoji. There's no, nothing. There's no socialization in that. I hear you. I hear you, Leah. Like I, I hear you, and I, I feel that for you. But to this person specifically in my life, right. that is not the excuse. He literally. And I would no, no, no. And I would. F. And I would feel. I would feel the same way, Jess. So I mean, I think it, it's something. Just did you. So wait, what was the conclusion? Did you tell him it was like you've, you were bummed? Yeah, no, I literally told him yesterday that this was a terrible moment in our relationship and we can never go back and I don't want it to happen again and it was very hurtful and I was mad about it. And what did he say? He was like, no, I know, I'm sorry, but See? I'm still mad. So he knows, like he knows. So Lee, I'll ask <laughs> you, so like, like what, when, when would you feel disrespected when it comes to time being responded to? I mean, I think it, I think I, I mean, I've, I felt that way about friends. I think I've gotten to the point in my life where I just know everyone's going through shit. Really. Um, I, 
you know, in my 30s, I have friends that are, like, trying to get pregnant, and it's really stressful, or they're pregnant, or they just had a baby, or <laughs> that's happening. You can't, get, you can't so, get knocked up and also just send me a, send me a thumbs-up emoji? Like, what? It's not... Okay, it's, but there's, there's an emotional... It, there's, it's emotionally taxing for a lot of people, right? Like, I'm not saying... Like, I, I have a lot of friends that are actively trying to get pregnant, and it's been hard. And so it's one of those things where they're consumed in their own world. Okay. And yes, like, it was just my birthday. I didn't hear from a couple of them. Was it me? And I didn't say me, happy birthday. I didn't say happy birthday to you. It's no, but well, this one of those things where me. ten years ago I would have been bummed. I would have would have oh, okay. really, yeah, yeah. It would have made a huge impact. I would have like felt like okay, they don't care. But realistically, these are people I could go to if I really need to. Yes. Like if it was a crisis, if there was an emergency, I would call them. If I needed to talk something through that I was struggling with, they'd be available. Both of these people, and it wasn't something that was worth it to me in that moment. However, I guess this is a big moment for you and this is like a close, close friend. So I I totally understand why you're upset and why you should express that. And if it was something really like similar to you, I would express that to them. But I do know people have their own shit and like, we don't, honestly, sometimes they're like, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm spending the weekend like in my cave and recharging and okay. I know I know it sounds ridiculous but some people are like that okay, and so I'm then, not quite like that so then let me, some let people me, need that then let me go back to my original question no I feel that he was sleeping because he was fucking hungover is why he was sleeping so let me ask you the question <laughs> so, okay. that's the case you should be mad then mm. so let me ask you the question then go back to the original question which is so to you what is a time where you're going to feel like oh wow they put literally zero effort into getting back to me you Leah personally I think it depends but I feel like over a day I'd be like Cool. I'd be bummed. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. And I'd be bummed. And I think I get, but again, it's like, it's nature of it, right? Yeah. So if it's something like a meme, I'd be like, all right, they're distracted with whatever. I swear if it's to God, something Leah. like. I swear to God, I'm never I, sending no, you a meme I think, ever No, again. I think the lesson here is she just doesn't, she I'm just not doesn't like them. Memes. And now that you know, you don't send them to her. I think that's fine. Not but, everybody no, likes I, them. But I me, like them, but send it to me through Instagram and I'll get to it when I get to no, it. No, I think, no, I think you just need to pick a no, side, Leah, and I feel like you just need to be like, you, don't send me memes yeah. anymore. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. I feel like it's crea- creating a riff in our friendship. Yeah. Okay, okay. But, but let me we tell just, you this. We just reconciled Hang after... Hang on, but uh-huh. let me tell you this. The second that I asked her to come on the podcast, she responded back in two seconds. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. um, this is me. This is me hustling over here. <laughs> so I'm being... I feel like I'm being used. So what you're trying to say is... I'm hustling and I'm trying to sell books over want, here. You want the clout. Also, yes! <laughs> excuse me, sir. I... We had a long conversation that was unrelated to anything like two weeks ago. I know like, we did. over an hour and a half. It was it was actually closer to two hours. Right. Yeah. So, and that was nothing to do with clout or marketing or promoting myself. And she, but and while... she kept track. She kept track of the time in the note section in her new book. <laughs> That's currently available keeping, on Audible. <laughs> like what? I'm keeping tabs, and I'm also noticing that I didn't get a mug in the mail. Yeah, that's okay. it's, it's slow. Okay. It's it's kind of like your response time. It's, it takes a little bit of time, extra time to uh, mm. to get there. Um, okay, I, you you know I'm kidding. See, here's the problem with Leah. Leah and I joke with each other, and somebody get their feelings. Well, now I know then, you're kidding. But when we then, first like started like becoming friends, it was like a jab, 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 and like I don't. Like, I get that, and I jab with friends, but, like, not to that extent. Yeah. It was yeah, very like new to me. Not, he's not really kidding. <laughs> I feel like you're so triggered right now. Can we just I'm be friends? Not, I'm feeling great. Okay. Can Wednesday, we, can... I work from home. <laughs> I just did the Stairmaster for 20 minutes, so I feel good. Okay. Can we... Uh, the okay, moral first of off, the story is never... No, <laughs> send, I'm never sending Leah another meme. And that's not, that's not, out, of, that's not out of, like, hate. That's out of... 
It's out of love. That is out of hate. It's out of love. Okay. It is out of hate. It's a bit out of spite, but mostly out of love. You can't lie to her. Okay. All right, Leah, let's plug your stuff because I really know that's not why you hopped on here at all. Because (laughs) (laughs) Leah's got a chance to to plug her shit. She's on real fast. But don't send this woman. Well, you know. I have my first appointment at 8.30, so I, I'm fitting you in where I can. Very nice. Okay, plug your stuff, seriously. You can find me on Instagram at Hurt Your Empowerment. I have a bunch of content that Kramer pretends he likes and then sometimes <laughs> doesn't. There we go. And, and the there book. you go. Plug Check the book. it out. Plug the book. I have a book. So I have a book that I co-authored with my friend um, Geraldine, who's also a therapist. It's the Teen Girls Guide for, to Relationship, Sexuality, and Consent. So if you have a, a child, a, or a teen, or if you're a teacher or a therapist, or you have a family member that's an adolescent, this could be a really huge resource for them as they navigate relationships and their sexuality. There you go. There she is. There you go. So check it check out. Check it out. Can't check wait. It out. I'll text you later. Great. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Bye, Leah. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. I'll never. I, wow. I like her. <laughs> you I like do. Her you don't. A lot. I know. Wow. I, like I like her a her. lot. I like Leah a lot. She's no, a really I, good friend. No, I love her. But, but <laughs> everyone's has There's flaws. no for me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's perfect. I'm sorry. I'm just, she's perfect for me. Oh my I god. Yeah, no. y'all can text each other and just wait. All just you might as well mail each other a letter. No, like what she's the fuck? fantastic. But I know if I would have said, "Hey, sent you something in the mail," but also, can you be in our podcast, Jarrell? He would have probably oh, fucking yeah. texted me real back. fast. Oh, mm. now we get on real fast. Okay, yeah. we'll yeah. see how that so, happens. Ooh. What? It's not rude if I said it to his face already, and I'm going to tell him I already talked shit about him. Okay, then never mind. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I kind of want to stop here. I don't... Okay, it's 24 minutes. <laughs> I just don't want to... I mean, okay, so let's take a quick break. Come back in a second. We'll catch you up with what's up. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. That was the worst tease in the history of time. Hang on, we'll come right back and we'll tell you what's up. Okay. Okay. Um, I've done a whole episode on Certified Mama's Boy. 
on what's going on with me in my life right now. And honestly, I'm not feeling great today, so we're not going to be able to get into it a ton, but I'm going to try to give you cliff notes because I understand you can't listen to every piece of content that we do. And it'd be frustrating if you're like, but wait a minute, I only listen to Uncensored. I don't listen to Mama's Boy. And then I get it. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to catch you up with the little cliff notes version of kind of what's been going on with me recently. Um, and watch this is going to be like 45 minutes. Watch this. Um, I, I'm entering into a new phase of my life and I, I can't, I can't even really cliff note this because the problem, I tried to do it on the radio show the other day and I feel like I got zero points across. It was like, Hey, so I'm doing this and that's it. Um, I'm entering into a new phase of my life and I think what happened was post-divorce, I was extremely selfish um, for a lot of different reasons. But I feel like I just didn't handle dating with a lot of integrity because I didn't care. I didn't really want to be in a relationship. I just wanted to have fun. And at the fun, it really at anyone's expense. I didn't, not at expense, it was just more like, what's up? So, and we've talked about those days and like we've talked about the chaos of like dating multiple people and then like it just comes with... A whole bunch of just – you have to lie your way through a bunch of stuff and just really shitty human things to do. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of like the life that I had built uh, for so long was like just this very casual – and it wasn't even just – it wasn't even just a lie. It was just, it was just like the, the balancing act mm-hmm. of like <sighs> – you know, uh, this, it was, it was, it was a lot of lies to keep track of. It was just a lot of, I think deception is probably the the better word for okay, it. It okay. was just more of like, I'm not going to give you the full truth because I've been honest with you that I'm, I don't, and I don't want the full truth from you. You don't want the full truth from me. And that's going to be our deal. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I really had built a life on that because I really enjoyed getting female attention post-divorce and I didn't want to be in a relationship but deep down inside of me I really am a relationship guy like I really am like and that's really kind of created a tricky circumstance because it wasn't like I would just it's it's one thing I think if you meet a woman at a bar and then you guys hook up and then like you never talk again. That's that's like casual, casual, right? That's what I would call casual dating. Or like maybe you see each other once a month or whatever. That's that's casual dating. I have a problem because I do <laughs> I am a relationship guy that I would just kind of be in situations where like I'd I'd like date, but like I wouldn't want to let anybody go. So now I'm like juggling like multiple people. And honestly, then life gets super chaotic and the only real dopamine hit kind of things like you know i call it lo- like low-hanging fruit kind of things that i could do is just try to get attention from women mm-hmm. and i loved it and it really like with all the chaos it was you know losing my job divorce losing my job uh the moving to maryland like the trying to get the radio show off the ground the loneliness of being here by myself like yeah it was your only source of companionship and also to feed your ego it's like all i knew it's like the only thing i knew how to do mm-hmm. which i think a lot of people probably do in their 20s but i never really had a phase where i was just bouncing around um 
so yeah, it was just my life. It was my life and I, I enjoyed it. Problem was probably the last summer I got to a point where I was like, something doesn't feel right in my life anymore. And I'm not sure what it is because I don't really feel like I want to be in a relationship yet, but I also knew that I wasn't getting the excitement from dating anymore. It was like this weird, like, I really wasn't like that super active on like social media. Like if you go back and look at my social media, you can like watch the change drastically happen from like posting these super thirsty. We literally have, I'm going to have to take this fucking poster down because like I can't even look at it anymore. I can. These keep, super, keep it up. Keep it up. It's entertaining for me. These, I can. These super thirsty social media, please give me attention. Pictures. Kind, kind of pictures and like posting things on, you know, on the stories to like get attention from women. Like it just started to like, my life just started to like evolve. Mm-hmm. And like, I just didn't, it just didn't do anything for me anymore, but it's like the only life that I, I knew was like just doing that. And I think honestly, the radio show doesn't help because I had put myself as like this single guy that was kind of my, in radio, we call it your character, right? It was like this single guy that, that, that goes out and dates and is kind of hopelessly romantic. And so I just think mindlessly, I just kind of kept doing it, but not really like just didn't feel like me anymore. It just didn't feel like me, but I couldn't figure out like what the pieces were. Um, so then like come when I went to, to, to Mexico a few weeks ago, I had like a shift and that's all I'm going to say about it right now. It's like a shift to where I really realized that that's not who I am anymore and it wasn't like a it wasn't a smooth transition it wasn't like a hmm am I you know am I? it was a very harsh look at my like look at my life and saying like fuck like look what I've done like look what I look what I've done like what am I doing like what am I like what literally what am I like what am I doing mm-hmm. like what am like what am I doing yeah where like, am I like within within like within like an hour all of a sudden, it's like everything I saw in the last five years absolutely disgusted me. Like, disgusted me. Shame, guilt, like, just... All of the negative emotions. Like, just all the shit, man. Yeah. Like, just all the ways that, like, I, I handled <clears throat> I handled people's, women's emotions so poorly. Just all hit me. And it really, really messed with me. And like in that moment, I was like, I can't, that's just not who I am anymore. I'm not this casual, I'm just not. And I, I don't, I don't even know that I ever was, but I knew that I didn't want to be in a relationship, but I knew also that I wasn't handling it with like high integrity. Mm-hmm. And I think that in, in many ways in my life, I'm a pretty high integrity person. But then I looked at this one part of me, like I had this ugly reality check of like, the fuck are you doing? And the truth is like, the, you know, the last I've been in therapy now for it was probably been since like September, or October, I had like gone to therapy to kind of figure out like, am I ready to be in a relationship? Because part of me feels like I'm kind of done with dating. So when I all of a sudden this shift happens and I'm like, fuck, like. 
I, I want to be in a relationship. I do. Like I do want to be in a, like I'm, I, I don't want to date anymore. I don't want to, I, and if I, if I do date, I want to date with integrity. And more importantly, like I, I realized that all these things about being commitment phobic, remember we even did, we've talked about this in the podcast before. Am I commitment phobic? And I always said, no, we did quizzes and I passed. And I mean, the truth is I did want to run around and be kind of careless. And that's what I wanted in the time. But eventually I stopped wanting that. But the second that I stopped wanting that, I also realized I am absolutely terrified to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. All these feelings. So I'm dealing with all this guilt, the shame, everything. All at the same time. And then all of a sudden I'm hit with, I want to do this. Holy shit. And I get scared to do it. <sighs> all that happened in Mexico? Within like an hour. That is horrible. Within an hour. That shit literally, I came back, I came back an absolutely different person than when I left. Like, I don't even feel like I know the person that I was before I went to Mexico in, in January. Don't even feel like I know that human. Don't even, don't, I don't even like recognize him. Mm-hmm. I came back. It's almost like I'd grown up like 10 years. Like I just, all of a sudden I feel 40 or something, you know, like, whoa, holy hell. Um, so I think too that because people are like healing from divorce is like a weird thing. And it kind of comes in stages is what I've realized because healing from divorce for me always meant you just don't want to be with the person anymore or you're just not mad about the divorce anymore. To me, like that was healing. And so when people would always ask me, like, are you healed from your divorce? Uh, my answer was, yeah, because mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I don't like I mean, there's probably always gonna be something in me that feels a little meh, but not enough to like. I don't feel I don't feel anger. Yeah, but you weren't acknowledging the other elements of of what that did and who you were and that entire time. And I think you've just been avoiding some sometimes on purpose, but without even knowing, just like avoiding certain things that you didn't know were issues. Hundred percent. Because to be fair, like when I I agree with you when you said like when you ask people who've been through divorce, are you healed? I thought of the same thing you did. Yeah. Maybe you're just not mad at that person who hurt you. Like, I'm not crying. I'm not crying right. every day. You're not, you might, eh, again, eh, the relationship sucked. I wish I could have did better. But like, other than that, like you really not recognizing the fact that, oh, I have something to heal within myself too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never put two and two together until I got older. Then I was like, oh, there's other stuff that you need to heal from because of that divorce That's as well. That's I it. never put that together. That's literally me. I'm telling you. And like, if you're going through a divorce, I think I finally figured out what that means. And it took me five years to get here, but it isn't just the pain and the sadness, it's the fear of not getting hurt again. And that to me, honestly, I mean, again, when I just want to be casual, it doesn't matter. If I'm talking to five women and one drops off, okay, let me go swipe some more, DM some more or whatever, right? Um, but I think I had to take a really ugly look at myself and say, that's just not who I am. It's not who I want to be. And so now I'm, I'm in a, a phase where, and this is really shaking me up because I know there's things I've really got to like process to be able to truly be in like a healthy relationship, you know? So in, in a part it's, it's, it's good because I do feel like I've entered into like a new chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's tough. I think it's, I mean, you, I'm sure you probably felt similar getting out of your situation. You guys were together as almost as long as me and my ex were. Well, I think, um, what I, what I relate to the feeling of this self-realization of like, what am I doing and feeling trapped in a reality that you created. Mm -hmm. And I remember this specific moment of standing in our old apartment in a place where I didn't want to live that I had lied to myself, convinced myself that I was okay with living in a body I wasn't okay with being in because I was so like sick and overweight and like coping in other ways and in a relationship that I thought I was going to like die being in. And I didn't think that there was like a way out of it. And finally coming to this, to the just waking up and being like I can't be here I don't want to be here how do I get out of here yeah and not knowing if there's a way out thinking like being so afraid that there's not a way out because I had dug myself so deep that's and that's how it felt it was almost like this is it's like an overwhelming feeling of like there's no way there's no and and I knew that getting out of that hole was going to be tough and there were you know uh it was it was like I knew it was going to involve a lot of truth it was going to hurt. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, it's, and not only that, it was like, it's just, whenever you step into a new phase of your life, this is why, this is the way I've been describing it to my therapist is I feel like it's, it's like Bambi on the ice. It feels wobbly. This feels weird. Like, wait, I don't want to just like go through DMs and try to like get women's attention anymore. But like, that's just what I did. Mm-hmm. But it's just not serving me anymore. But that's like what I did. So like now it's kind of like this. Okay, like that's not it anymore. Like I had de- I had deleted dating apps a while ago. But um, but even that, like it's just not it's not who I am. So I'm kind of in this. It stripped me all the way down, and now I'm kind of figuring out who and how to be this new version of me. How to fit into the skin that I want to be in. And I think it's also uh, being okay with the process and knowing that it is a process mm-hmm. and that, you know, you just said you came to a realization and it's taken you five years to get there and you're going to come to another one and another four. Yeah. And I think like something, at least for me, that has helped me because I will get upset. It's not, I, I find myself sometimes getting upset or angry when something comes up and I didn't expect it to come up. Mm-hmm. Like something triggers me, some sort of like trauma that I didn't know mm-hmm. I didn't deal with. And it's not something I can avoid and just being okay with that and having to work through that instead of ignoring it and manipulating yourself into thinking that it's fine and not processing and, and not, not processing. On it. And, that, and that's what I don't want to do is right. I don't just want to say, I don't want to bring these fears, anxieties, into a new relationship, you know, like I want to, but well, why that's, not, well no, that's another thing. There's no way. And that's right. something that I, that's, yeah. that's been a part of my journey and acceptance and something that one of the reasons why I love garage boy so much is because he has been accepting of that. And mm-hmm. that is part of companionship. Right. We've had to do that for each other. There's no way that I cannot bring that with me because that's made me who I am. Mm-hmm. Not only has it made me a better person and a better partner for him, but it's also, I mean, not, not just from my relationship, my childhood trauma. Right. Mm-hmm. There are things that I still have to work through every single day. And I know that it will get more difficult when we actually get married. You can't go into it with that mindset of like, I need to fix this. I can't bring this 
in here because mm-hmm. that's that's part of your makeup, but it's right. a matter of using it to be better. Right. Because recognizing it's not, it, it and working through it instead of just being like, well, this is who I am. Yeah. Right. I'm just, I'm whatever. This, <clears throat> this is your problem. Like, I just, again, it's just brought up a lot of fear inside mm-hmm. of me because I know, I know the person that I am and deep down inside and, you know, if you listen to Mama's Boy, you may have a better representation of who I really am outside the radio world. But I, I'm a really nice, caring, loving partner, and I know I can be that, and I know that like that's what I want to be in my next relationship. So I'm just, it's just brought up a lot of feelings. It's like all at once. It's just it was like this tidal wave of emotion. My brain couldn't even really process it. Mm-hmm. It's still having a hard time. I'm I'm better. Every I mean, every episode, I feel like I've been like a little bit better, mm-hmm. um, but I am just kind of trying to figure out how to stand up on the ice. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. That's like the only way I can put it right now is like just trying to figure out how to do this next phase of my life. So anyway, Mama's boy become a lover boy. Hey, <laughs> that's so funny. See what he just did there. There you go. Look what he just did there to wrap it up. Anyway, I appreciate the um, support. Jess has been super supportive, and I've just kind of been in my head and feel like I've just kind of, I don't know. It's tough. When you go through shit, it's tough. It's like, yeah. I want to be able to come here and like be in a good mood and like have fun and be silly, but just some, I don't feel silly right now. I just feel very heavy. You yeah. Know? So, all right. That's it. That's all we got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Jess, how do we find more from you? Just do it. J E double S D U I double T on IG and my podcast, Low Key. This is Hassan, our producer. Hi. I'm You're... the nice one, by the way. <laughs> Are you? Well, you know what? He was like, "We're on me." I'm like, "I'm nice." You're 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 a good man, Hassan. You're a good man. We'll put it at that. How do we find you? You can find me at Stan Willie Two at all social media platforms. And I'm that guy Kramer. Please, dear God, do not slide into my DMs right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm asking for you. Please. How, how times have changed? Just remember, like back when we used to do the other podcast. And I'd be like, just please slide in my DMs. Now I'm like, don't you dare. <laughs> Wait till spring. Do not slide into my DMs, whatever you do. Okay. Don't look at me. <laughs> Love you guys. We'll see you tom- uh, We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.